0: Friends, welcome to the WrestleBuddies GameSpot's wrestling podcast filled with wrestling, friendship, and wrestling with friendship. Mm. I am your host, Matt Elfring, and with me, as always, Chrissy Hainer. Chris, how are you? Join the Dark Order, Matt. Join DarkOrder.com. Uh, Matt, I, I, I'm fantastic. I'm back at work today after driving literally the entire day yesterday it's good times we're recording this later in the week this feels like mm-hmm. kind of off the cuff because spoilers we usually record on tuesday today's a wednesday that means matt has to edit it tonight i'm gonna be editing tonight and then oh. i have to schedule it to publish late tonight for early tomorrow morning i mapped out how far you drove yesterday um and how? it was a lot well i knew where you were where your family's home is Mm -hmm. and then you said it's two hours north of that yeah mountain ranch (laughs) california which the city of mountain ranch i'll tell you this is a supermarket Mm -hmm. and a quote-unquote mexican restaurant (laughs) that oh i'm sorry and and a local gas station that's the extent of mountain ranch california is is it by the? I don't know. The, I don't remember the term. Is it like the green triangle or whatever where they grow like all the pot? Oh, I've never heard the term green triangle. Use, I don't but, know. It's something. Triangle. Absolutely. There's lots of there's lots of pot going on up there. Yeah, uh, and uh, it's it's the it's nice. It's remote. It's very quiet. It's like I as you might have just heard or as you may have heard during any number of our recordings, uh, I live in the flight pathway of an airport in Los Angeles. So jets Mm -hmm. are flying over my house constantly. I hear cop cars and police helicopters. I hear traffic and people showing off with like no mufflers on their cars all the time. So to go somewhere where it's just like literally Matt, the only sound I heard at any point outside was a chicken on the property like cacawing in the morning it was beautiful magical yeah it's it's incredibly loud here uh do the whistles got woo <laughs> i don't even know whistle i don't even hear whistles i i'll tell you what though something i do the one there are a few things i love about los angeles there's so many things i don't uh i love the movie theaters i love when i come across lowrider culture because lowrider yes. culture is alive and well here and it's amazing uh that's about it oh my friends that's about yeah. it we'll stop yeah. there friends movie theaters low writers i'm gonna give you a quick update everybody else you already know about this i got to go out with my friends yesterday or tuesday night for the first time in a year and a half we played D D. we yes. were all fully vaccinated i almost cried Constantly. <laughs> I, I, so I've, I've kind of had the, a little bit of that here and there. I went to my first press screening last week of the movie Spiral from the Book of Saw, which, uh, <laughs> it's a weird title also it's it's not a bad movie like it's a fun movie like once chris rock stops doing chris rock stand-up bits and starts acting then it's really good um and that was weird going to a press screening in a movie theater for the first time in over a year uh there were like nine people i think in the theater total so i was like that's the way to do it." this is how i just want to see every movie forever i like watching in the big auditorium i don't want it stuffed with people Uh, And hopefully that is what it'll be when I see Cruella today and when I see Fast and Furious 9 starring Jonathan Cena, star of Peacemaker next week. Wow. It's a busy time it's so weird. Everything's getting back to normal, even though maybe it shouldn't be who knows anymore. I, well, oddly enough, things still aren't entirely normal. Like I'm getting like th- there are junkets and whatnot happening that are like hybrid events where it's like they can be in person. They can also be virtual. You can do this from home if you want, please. Yeah. Like, that sort of situation, which like I get, and it'll be actually for me when I no longer live here. So there. Yeah. Um, speaking of no longer living here this is a bad transition chris uh, we have a actually a literally a delicious menu for you tonight filled with uh one beautiful lovely entree tell us about it chris matt we've teased it forever i've had this thing for months i think we discussed it again last week on our uh one year anniversary episode in which i'm pretty no as we were planning the one year anniversary episode matt you said but we already did that episode and i said no we know we didn't <laughs> matt it's finally time to talk about hulk hogan's ultimate grill hulk hogan likes his products he likes his pasta manias <sighs> uh he's got a bar and grill he I'm just gonna, likes. I'm food. gonna eat at it. I'm gonna eat at Hulk Hogan's like beach bar and grill or whatever it's called. Doesn't he also have like a, a just a Hulk Hogan store down there too? He used to have in, the Hogan's Hogan Surf Shop or something like that. I don't no, know. That's in it's Clearwater. I think. I think so. Yeah. Clearwater Come is where it all is because like and and spoilers. Clearwater is also like the home, the true home of Scientology. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. They, they got a lot going on in Clearwater, Florida. That's where my grandparents lived. Was in Clearwater. Oh, cool. Were they into Scientology and or Hulk Hogan? My uh, grandmother was Catholic and my grandfather was atheist, so mm, neither of them mix. were Scientologists. The spicy mix, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, okay. So the, the the story of Hulk Hogan's Ultimate Grill is a wild one because, according to Hulk Hogan himself, mm-hmm. he. we all know the 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 grill that everyone knows the kitchen grill everyone knows is george foreman's lean mean fat reducing grilling machine we've all had at least seven of them at some point in our lives i had two when i was in college and i cooked dinner for myself my roommate hi kurt on it uh many times kurt listens so he's my ex one of my ex roommates who awesome. i cook for all the time matt yeah. i'll tell you what i still had i i had one in college obviously then i didn't have one for a while i have one now that i bought a few years ago because i was like really? oh man remember the foreman grill and i also i don't have like a porch or a patio that i can have a grill on yeah. Like cuz I would I would love to just be outdoors grilling, but I don't have space for that in my current situation, so I bought a George Foreman grill. Uh the Foreman grill's first introduced in 1994. Now, if you believe Hulk Hogan, uh per a 2011 interview, the idea for the Foreman grill was actually pitched to him first. His agent, who is also I guess uh Foreman's agent came to Hulk with two ideas: a grill, a kitchen grill, and a meatball maker in which you put the meat inside of the ball thing and they, it's shaped like two. It's shaped like an arm and a bottle like a bicep and you mm-hmm. squeeze the arm to flex the bicep and that presses the meat into a ball. Hogan said, oh, I want that meatball maker. Give your other client the grill. Uh, as far as I can tell, H- Hogan's magical meatball maker never came to market uh can we can we talk about this for a split second this meatball maker yes um i've made meatballs a few times in my life i'm sure you have as well absolutely um you know how you make a good meatball Mm. you uh you take some meat Mm -hmm. you put it in your hand Mm. and then you roll it around it is not hard question what if instead you just stick the meat in the joint of an elbow and you squeeze the arm and to flex that muscle brother play-doh yeah, yeah, it's one hundred percent like a Plato sculptor. Absolutely, <laughs> Hulk Hogan's looking at me. He's like, "Oh, brother, I remember the noodle maker." Oh, brother, I need to get the arm. Oh, oh. I don't have a Hulk Hogan impression, so you are going to be dealing a oh, lot to that, <laughs> brother. <laughs> um, it's it's so yeah, the 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 meatball the Hulk Hogan's meatball making machine, as far as I could tell, didn't come to market. He's okay. This is the quote. Yeah, Hulk Hogan said, "Well, what do you what have you got?" The manager said, "Well, I've got this meatball maker. It pounds the meatballs when you clench the arm muscles and press the fists together." And Hulk said, "That's fantastic. I want the Hulkamania meatball maker." Uh, the manager goes, "What about the other investment opportunity, which is the grill?" And he says, "Ah, give that to your other client. The other client was George Foreman." The George Foreman grill comes out in 1994. Matt, since 1994, over 100 million George Foreman grills have been sold. So George Foreman has never been like up like totally clear about how much he made from the grill. Uh, But like there are reports that like in 1999, he got a check for one hundred thirty eight million dollars. Uh, supposedly he's being paid about 40% of the profits on each grill sold and was making what making roughly this is this is all reported, none of this is concrete. We I don't know, know, but I'm still gonna, but go, he was, make, but he was reported to be making roughly 4.5 million dollars a month at the grill's peak. A month, Matt, he was making a month on a dumb grill more than I will ever make in my lifetime. Wow, isn't that wild and and Hulk Hogan uh, didn't. I here's the thing about that story and that Hulk has uh, said that he passed off the grill. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb and say I don't believe it because um it, it's a bad story. <laughs> uh, I 100% believe it because uh, based on pasta mania, we know he has a quite he has first of all he has he has uh, an inclination towards Italian food towards bad Italian food. No, just food in general. But like pasta mania and a meatball maker makes sense to me. Yeah, like that's his thing. And like maybe he was like, oh, maybe this will help relaunch pasta (laughs) mania said nobody ever. (laughs) But like it's such a weird story. And the reason I believe it is because of what comes in 2006, which is the launch of Hulk Hogan's ultimate grill, which according to Hulk Hogan is like, you know how. You know how there is a lot of times when like a new video game comes out, it's like it's the halo killer. Or yeah, a new console yeah. comes out, it's the Xbox killer. Hulk Hogan essentially positioned this thing as the the the, the every kitchen gadget ever killer, because according to him, it does everything. Hogan's grill is is a is a Frankenstein of a kitchen appliance, a billion percent. And you know why we know that? I bought one. You did buy one. We're going to get to that. I own Hulk Hogan's Ultimate Grill. I can see it in the background of my Zoom window right now. I'm looking at it. But before we get there, we got to talk about how Hulk Hogan sold this grill. And that was via one of the greatest infomercials of all time and how cheese ball it is. Yes. Especially like it plays like an infomercial from 1992 it came out in 2006 <laughs> it's so outdated it makes no like it, okay if you grew if you're around if you're in like your 30s let's say you're in your 30s or older you might okay. remember uh uh ronco ron popeel ron popeel selling yeah, the food hydrator the pasta maker like all the various things he sold on in his infomercials you said it you're for, and you're forget forgetting the it. microphone you're forgetting the microphone like, hey, ladies, I'll be up. Pick to pick up. You guys later. Yes. The microphone, the home. Rotisserie. Microphone. I will say yeah. this. I had George for uh, the Ronco home rotisserie, the Ron Popeil home rotisserie. And it was dope. But what like, I've always wanted that one. It's good. It's good. Okay. It makes really good. uh It makes really good beef. It makes really good chicken. It's good. It, OK. Anyway, so like. Those, those infomercials were all very specific and so cheesy and dated. And this is one of those, except it's from 2006 and in it, Hogan. Okay. The through line of this entire infomercial is you watch Hulk Hogan eat for a half an hour. (laughs) Because he just tries <laughs> yeah. everything. So you're watching Hulk Hogan eat burgers and steak and pizza and quesadillas and grilled cheese sandwiches. You're just you're watching the pitch man next to Hogan walking through what everything does while Hogan's just like, mm, okay, brother. And then like, takes a bite out of the worst looking hamburger I've ever seen yeah. in my life. And it's like a it's a poor man's Ron Popeil next to him. Absolutely, like, it's what, one it's a dude who's 100 <laughs> trying to do a Ron Popeil impersonation. Yeah. Like, uh, he said, here's some of his here's some of his famous catchphrases. Uh, Watch out, Hulk. That's hot. He yeah. says that a lot. Yes, he does. Because, How do I know? I watched this three times. Because in the in the infomercial, there, Hulk's literally just pulling food straight off the grill and shoving it into his <laughs> yes. mouth. Um, here's some of the things he's cooking: uh, Hulk-sized burgers. Uh, here, okay, okay, uh, wait, Actually, a- Matt, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm getting way ahead of myself. We should explain what this grill is. Um, first of all, I weighed it this morning. the the George the the Hulk Hogan's Ultimate Grill. Uh, The George Foreman grill, I'd say, weighs less than 10 pounds. It is easy to carry around. It's very portable. Hulk Hogan's ultimate grill with its its grilling plates, because the Hulk Hogan's ultimate grill comes with five different grilling plates, which I'll explain in a moment, weighs 21 and (laughs) a half (laughs) pounds. It's not exactly portable. (laughs) And also, it looks like an industrial death machine. Like, Matt, you see it behind me. It's a big hunk of metal. Yes. With like lots of moving parts and pressurized plates and blah, blah, blah. So the the, the, the thing that sets this apart from different grills is you can take the grilling plates out and put different ones in. So there is a skillet plate. There's two mm. traditional grilling plates and there's two mm. traditional waffle plates because, Matt, this is also a waffle iron for some reason. Because why not? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So that and that and that's how Hulk Hogan sells the idea is like, well, you don't need a waffle iron anymore. You have this grill. You don't need a form. The Foreman biggest grill waffle ever. No, no one's uh, gonna eat that waffle. So this is the other thing. Hulk Hogan's ultimate grill is gigantic. Uh, the way the waffle, the way the waffle breaks out is it's broken up into four triangles, and each triangle is bigger than a standard waffle. So it's huge. Imagine a frozen pizza you'd buy at the grocery store. That's because it also rough. cooks those it's, it's good cook. but that's the size of it it's That's the, the size of a frozen pizza which is that's the huge. size of the waffle yeah the waffle but that's the size of, like the grill the, yes it, just to give you kind of a because it's big it's yes re, it's too big so okay, okay now that you have an idea of what the Hulk Hogan's ultimate grill is and if you haven't watched the infomercial it's on YouTube in all of its glory and you absolutely should it's majestic uh so like now that you have some idea of what this uh, as matt you kind of said it perfectly this frankenstein of a kitchen appliance yeah because it's just it's just it's just plugging parts together in hopes that something magical happens let's look at the infomercial uh some of the i'm gonna we'll get into some detail but like i want to hit some of the more notable things that uh they quote unquote cook uh in this infomercial one this is the most egregious thing in the entire infomercial to me matt frozen steak and whole potatoes oh my, chris oh my god i was waiting i was waiting for this one. <laughs> First of all who has frozen steaks um i i don't know i every time we cook steaks i just get it fresh like a day or two earlier mm. okay if you gotta freeze it you gotta freeze it but you you don't cook frozen meat you don't or do you no i don't know matt hulk hogan tells me you do and there was no seasoning on the steaks. You no can't it, was bear, it was a bare, it was a bare frozen two inch thick ste- well they said it was a Super two inch thick, thick steak but it was not two inches thick it no, was but it, it was, th- was an inch but it was like a, it was a good thick steak it was a thick steak and then also just two potatoes no it, and it's and it's the way what they did the potatoes they just lopped off like a tiny bit on each end of the potato and then just set it standing up yeah. And then just push the because like the 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 top half of the grill, they keep saying mecha, it's a mechanized pressure system or whatever. The top half of the grill is very heavy and you can pull it down and click it into place. So you're getting an you are getting an even cook on both sides. Uh-huh. On, which I will say that is something the Foreman grill has more problems with. You're not since there's not like the 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 beauty there's of no the There's no weight Hogan on the front. The, well and the beauty of the Hogan grill is that both sides of the grill top and bottom have their own temperature controls. So they okay. have their own individual heating elements. So you do get a better cook on top than you would with the Foreman grill. I will give them that. Um, but not even George Foreman would advocate putting a frozen freaking steak on the thing. Why would you want to cook a frozen steak with no salt, no pepper? nothing? And the, but, uh, Let's I mean, let's talk about potatoes. First of all, these were red potatoes they put on there. These were not like your baked potato. Right. This wasn't like a Yukon gold or no, a this was just it was just a red potato with mm-hmm. top and bottom. And first of all, guys, you. Well, because Matt, as you remember, what he says is like, Hulk, I know you like your st- I look I know you like your meat and potatoes together. That doesn't mean you cook them in the same thing or does it? Okay, guys. Chris and I like to cook. We're, we're both gentlemen that enjoy cooking, and we both like and we both like cooking a good steak. Yeah, uh, me not as much because I'm not as much of a meat eater. Okay, personally, but I, I like, like I, steak is something that like I. I I'm I'm primarily a chicken human being. I love chicken. Um but like steak is something I've gotten more into via co- through quarantine. Uh I bought myself a nice cast iron cast iron pan. Nice. Uh and like and like man, the steaks you can make in a cast iron pan are magnificent. Also, uh something I've discovered does really good with steak, Matt, the air fryer. Like if you if you You're if you right. work the air fryer just right, you can make a really good steak in it. But the key to a steak is a it not being frozen and b like rub it down with a little salt and pepper. Even if that mm-hmm. like that's it. That's all like that's how I prefer my steaks. There are other things you can obviously season a steak with. But like I'm pr- I'm pretty simple that way. Yeah, I, steak is simple. I really like cooking steak. I'm not I'm as much of an eater of it. My wife is um, I really like butchery. It's like mm. I'll get a giant piece of meat and I'll butcher the heck out of Will it like you that's. Really? Oh, that's awesome. I love doing that. Um, When I, when I live there, can we just like buy a side of beef and you can, we can butcher it up and have beef. I'll be honest. The steak frozen didn't look bad. And I was like, oh man, like if you let that defrost for like overnight, like you'd have a good steak the next day. Mm -hmm. No, no. Who's putting frozen steak on anything? And he, and like the guy who remarked, look, perfectly cooked grill marks look perfectly cooked. Grill marks marks. doesn't mean perfectly cooked. (laughs) It turns out it does but it looked well done on the inside it sure did it looked disgusting it was just gray uh and this is a to be continued because matt i made frozen steak but we'll get there because i have to because it's it's a it's a journey i went on uh what what else okay so they also cook hamburgers not regular hamburgers though these are hulk sized burgers brother which are just bigger hamburgers and he serves them to hulk on a bun with no condiments no onions no cheese no nothing and hulk takes a bite of it and goes mm. let's talk about these hamburgers again i'm going to be talking about my culinary expertise here yes um They were just meat. It was just meat. It was just meat. no No seasoning. seasoning. No, nothing. They were too big, too thick. And then, and then what killed me, they latched it down and smashed the burgers. Yep. I'm like, no, no, you've got to let it cook. (laughs) Let the, I was getting very angry at that. Let me tell you, let me tell you about how I make a, a a hamburger patty brother. Can can I, can I walk you through my hamburger recipe? I'd like to hear. Uh, so I, I take, I take the beef. I prefer, uh, Usually an eighty-five or a ninety beef. Okay, you want a little bit more lean, a little, little bit more lean, a little, little bit more lean. Um, in the in in the beef, I I put I put the beef down in it. I I like I love I put a li- I put a little minced garlic. Garlic's good on everything, man. I love mincing up. I, I'm an onion boy, so I like mi- uh, I like mincing up some onions to throw into there. Salt, pepper. This is the kicker. This is okay. where you might think I'm crazy. I put a little spicy brown mustard into it, and I mix that in with it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's that's good. good. Oh, it's so, and it's and That'll like get a good I crust love too. It. Huh? That'll get a good crust on the outside because mm-hmm. of the mustard. I, and I and I love it. I I I love I love making burgers, and that's why it's offensive watching them throw slabs of raw ground beef with nothing in them down onto this grill and then smashing it between two grill plates. You don't got a like an egg or a breadcrumb breadcrumb binder. I I I, sometimes I sometimes I will throw an egg in there, especially if I'm making a lot of burgers. I'll throw one egg because I don't want I don't want like an eggy burger, but like it's a it's a good but it it is a good binder. Um, I don't really go breadcrumbs for me. Breadcrumbs is when it starts trending into meatloaf. Yeah, I see. Which is not a bad thing, like because brother, I love a meatloaf sandwich. Don't get me wrong. Um, ooh, maybe I can make a meatloaf sandwich on this thing. Welcome to this uh the first episode of Cooking Buddies. Yeah, Culinary Buddies for life. Um what what let tell The burger was gross. It looked bad. Yes. And just watching him eat it just felt sad to me. And well, and like so this is the, the, what's I kept waiting for stuff to get caught in his crazy beard or his crazy mm. mustache, too. I don't know why that bothered me so much throughout the thing. Uh, so, yeah, he they, they make the burgers. They're Hulk size burgers. So they're extra big burgers They're They're honestly they're uncomfortably thick compared to the bun they're on, because, well, again, Hulk Hogan is a wealthy man. They're using the cheapest buns they found at the grocery store. They're just yeah. like the oh, we paid a dollar for this twelve pack of hamburger buns. Man, spend the money, get yourself some brioche buns, man. Mm. Brioche. You know what? Is the way I'll, I'll to be go. honest. I love an uh, I love an onion roll for a bun. Pretzel, I like too. Pretzel, I I honestly I even love just a like a traditional bun, but with sets like sesame seed bun. Yeah, I love a sesame seed bun. I don't like run of the mill bare like the buns that look like you get on like a, a regular hamburger at McDonald's. Hey, if I got people coming over and I'm grilling up a lot of burgers, they're all getting that. Are they really? But also, yeah. But also, I'm gonna put some seasoning on my burgers because I'm not a monster. That's fair. That's good. That's very, very good. Uh, they also used they also used the ultimate grill to make mat paninis. Remember Im- the mid two thousands when paninis were like a big deal at uh-huh. every place. Like Panera was just like, we only serve paninis now. And paninis are just, it's just a grilled sandwich. <laughs> like it's a grilled sandwich, a smashed grilled sandwich. Yeah. And they're, l- listen, they're delicious. They're, they're oh 100%. I, yeah. so, but the, the kicker to this is, uh, the reason this makes paninis is because, because Matt panini is way too much, uh, as exam, as ex- exemplified by Hogan attempting to lift it in a lift one in the, uh, infomercial. and I mean, like, Ugh! he's like straining to lift up what looks like a 10 pound panini press. Uh, You slammed Andre the giant. I looked it up. I found panini presses that look a lot like the one he lifts up in this infomercial on Amazon that weigh eight pounds. Now, I will say there are also restaurant grade panini presses that cost like six, seven, eight hundred dollars. Those weigh a lot more. He's not holding one of those up. And again, the Hulk Hogan grill weighs 21 and a half pounds. You've body slammed Andre the Giant. Mm-hmm. You have picked up every giant male wrestler during your time period and slammed them. At, a scoop slammed them at some point. Mm-hmm. If you can't lift... a Something between eight and twenty pounds. Without That's the going, thing. he goes <sighs> on like I lifted Andre the Giant's five hundred pound body above my head and it ripped my back to shreds, brother. But I can't pick up a panini press. <laughs> I struggle and grunt picking up this thing that smashes sandwiches and makes them hot. <laughs> uh, he also made. They also make grilled cheese sandwiches. They look like the worst grilled cheese sandwiches I've ever seen in my life. It's just craft singles between white bread. The thing also, here's the problem I had with that grilled cheese sandwich moment. I forgot what the time was for it. It, it was too short to my liking. Yeah, um, I want I want a good toast, a good toast on yeah. the bread. I want a thorough and I understand if you're using like a craft single or like an American cheese that melts quicker because it's not real cheese. Yeah, but like when I'm making grilled cheese sandwich, I want a good quality cheddar in there. I want the bread to be nice and toasty and I want that cheese thoroughly melted and the only way to do that man is low and slow low and slow otherwise you burn the bread and you don't mm-hmm. want to burn the bread i so... recommend getting uh, we do at, at the Elfring household again we're going back to the brioche the brioche bread is kind of our thing right now mm. um we do butter or mayonnaise dependent for the coat on the outside inside we actually go craft american singles with Dubliner shredded Dubliner cheese. Ooh, I like that. That sounds yeah, good. Uh, I was actually just speaking to Lord Pumpernickel earlier today about my favorite grilled cheese sandwich on this planet, which is only for sale at Disney World Hollywood Studios in Toy Story Land. It is Andy's grilled cheese sandwich. And Matt, the, I'm going to explain the sandwich. First of all, do. on the outside of the bread instead of butter, it's it's I believe they use mayonnaise for the toasting, which I've been reading yeah. a lot about on the Internet. That's become a thing. I Um, just, I just said mayonnaise. Oh, my bad. You weren't even paying attention. (laughs) I was, but like, I got a lot of stuff going on in my brain right now. So it just keeps it a little bit moister. Yeah. On the inside of the sandwich, on each side of the sandwich, like on the bread, you have a slice of cheddar and a slice of cheddar. And then in between those two slices of cheddar is a thin layer of cheddar cream cheese. So when they cook it, you get the pulley, stringy, melty cheddar from the slices, but you get the creaminess from the cheddar cream cheese. It is one of the most satisfying food experiences of my life. And it's wild to me that this came from theme park food. Wow. It's really good. I can't wait to have it again. I'm going to make that tonight. You should also everyone get in, get into cream cheese that is based on other cheeses. Like cheddar cream cheese is fantastic. I only have regular cream cheese. I had some salmon cream cheese recently. Mm. I that number out. Anyway. Anyway, uh, so back to Hogan's it insanity. It didn't look good. It, it did, look it did not look good. good. The, pati- the panini looked fine. The panini looked like literally every panini you've ever had because they all look exactly the same. It's just smashed hot sandwich. Don't worry about it. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Hogan made, they made uh, frozen pizzas. The, 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 the message that Hogan keeps trying to get across Hogan and his Ron Papil fake Ron Papil guy, uh, try to get across. Is it like, why would you buy one of those rotating pizza warmer maker things when you could buy this to which my response was when I make pizza, I put it in the oven. Yeah. I don't know anybody who bought one of those weird pizza maker things. But like, so they're like, yeah, just if you if you if you put the grill plate on the bottom plate and then swap out the top plate for the skillet plate to give it a little bit more clearance on top, then you can make a frozen pizza in the grill. Which, okay, sure, I guess. But like, I still also have an onion, an oven. So I don't know. Uh, Oven's perfectly fine way to cook a pizza. You can grill a pizza, too. But the grilling the pizza is just making your grill into an oven that's all it is 100 percent yeah uh they also like other things that they just they kind of touch on but oh. they don't spend a lot of time i'll oh, go ahead sorry i forgot to mention so during this infomercial they cut to the mall where people are trying mm-hmm. the george foreman grill it looks like the mall of america right? it does look like the mall of america yeah like i wonder if they're just in the husk of what used to be pasta mania serving people this food they're They're standing in the place that where the first episode of nitro took place uh there's one <laughs> What's guy cu- debuted here <laughs> There's one guy they cut to in his 20s uh, eating the pizza. He goes, I work in a pizza place, and let me tell you, this pizza that in the Joe Hogan Grill is better than the pizza we serve. And my first thought was, "Well, you work at a garbage <laughs> yeah, factory. You, like, where do you work? <laughs> you work at a poor man's Pizza Hut. That's how poor the pizza quality is at yeah, your place. That it's that, yeah, the yeah. The cutaways to the mall are strange, and it's clear it It's like it's clear that they were. Those also look like they were shot in the 80s yes they do it like time travel like i don't know what mall they went to that it's the land that time forgot but like like i don't know minnesota might be that like in theory you would think the people you see in the mall would at least somewhat resemble the modern day of the time of the infomercial which again is 2006 they don't um (laughs) my boyfriend's a vegetarian and i eat meat so this is great for us that's pretty much a quote from that Uh uh-huh and she was dressed like kind of gothy she looked like she was straight out of 97 98 yeah like i just found out of industrial music you ever heard of this new this wacky new artist marilyn manson (laughs) i like nin the beautiful people (laughs) nin Nin is my favorite (laughs) band you get me closer to god their lead singer trent razor he's so good He's so good. Um, okay, so other things they other things they showcase in this information they don't spend as much time on though. I will say is it can be used as a Matt and I'm I'm quoting a buffet warmer. So let's say Shut you're having up. let's say you're having people over for a party and you want to serve them appetizers. Well, what you can do the the whole cooking ultimate grill opens up to lay flat so you could use both sides of it as a bottom grill and you can just stick your crappy frozen appetizers from the grocery market (laughs) freezer aisle on it and it'll warm them up and you cook them right there i hope these jerks like these tgi friday wings (laughs) shake 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 You could also cook breakfast that way, where you could cook pancakes and eggs on one side, but uh, potatoes and sausage and bacon on the other. And the beauty, Matt, the beauty of Hulk Hogan's Ultimate Grill is that much like the George Foreman grill, the grease drips away, except for the Hogan grill, it drips through the bottom of the pan to this weird metal saw trap looking contraption underneath you have to pull out and clean thoroughly and it's very strange Chris I'm very angry about the um the breakfast scene oh go on uh so they show you like um that doing breakfast Hulk Hogan he cooks breakfast every morning he makes a big point to say like Uh uh-huh I cook breakfast every morning brother uh and just like he says it just like that he shows a skillet like a big old skill. Like I have one of these like the uh, yeah. standalone skills. They're great. Yeah, it's just a skillet. Um, and he shows everything that's cooking on it. And there were sausage, bacon, eggs, hash browns, pancakes, pancakes. Um, all at one first, time, all together. It's the point he's making. He's like. <laughs> I always have trouble like some things are done before others and I can never get breakfast done at the right time and first I'm thinking well your meat cooks a lot slower than everything else there maybe put it on 10 minutes early (laughs) like I'm so mad I imagine imagine that Hulk Hogan just has a box in his refrigerator labeled breakfast and he walks over (laughs) to the skillet just turns it upside down onto the skillet (laughs) plop also he's like my pancakes are all soggy from bacon grease well first off that might be pretty delicious. Uh That actually does. Thing. Like listen, I've had bacon pancakes. They're fantastic. Second of all, why are you cooking pancakes in something where like fat is melting and dripping everywhere? Yeah, you're that's dumb. You're, a you're dumb, stupid. Dumb. You're an idiot human being. I was so mad about that. He's like, "No, with the grill I can separate them." It's like, "Or you can just, you know, separate not- them by yourself." Yeah. <laughs> you don't oh, need to buy a $100 God. machine to do it for you. Welcome to Wrestle Buddies. I'm mad at Hulk Hogan for a reason I thought I'd never be mad at him for. Breakfast. <laughs> That's every that is every episode of WrestleBuddies. Uh, what are we mad about Hulk Hogan at this week? You can also u- use it to grill veggies. You can use it uh they they keep saying delicious desserts, and it cuts to this image of uh one giant chocolate chip cookie <laughs> the size of the entire grill. You can make a one-tier cake that's bigger than your head. That's <laughs> bigger than your head, but like literally like three millimeters thick. <laughs> Don't eat it all in one place, <laughs> idiot. No, brother. Uh, or uh, let, you can cook chicken. Like th- this is this was the journey they went on for one of these things. Like y- y- you can use it to cook the most plumpest, juiciest chicken breast you'll ever have. And then when you're done, cut up what's left of the chicken, throw it on a tortilla with some cheese, sandwich it between another tortilla, and boom, you've got quesadillas, brother. But there was another one he's he talking about making i think fajitas and he's like <laughs> the you vegetables use- are already <laughs> down and he puts the meat down he's like oh all the grease just get like all the grease from the chicken i'm like first of all grease from chicken stop right there you know chicken grease is one of america's <laughs> biggest problems <laughs> He's just cooking chicken fat, and he's like, "How do I make this a edible?" But he's just like, all the chi- all the grease from the chicken gets all over my hands and all over the vegetables. And now all I want to know is how in the hell does he eat a fajita? Because I'm very confused. I I'm assuming Hulk doesn't use forks or anything <laughs> just, at all. Well, I mean, with a fajita, you wouldn't be using a fork, but like, how, how does he? he, he like for me, if with a fajita, I take the tortilla and I use the fork to put stuff into the tortilla that's yeah. me yeah i'm assuming he picks it up hulk, with his mouth and then drops i'm assuming it into hulk, the tortilla. i'm assuming hulk takes a tortilla in one hand scoops up meat and vegetables in the other hand and just stuffs them both at his <laughs> face simultaneously never in his mouth just at his face it's, it's he just rubs it on his face and then he like licks what's out of his mustache so he can get his hands <laughs> this is the worst tortilla i've ever had brother <laughs> my hands are so greasy it's got like to be grease. a better way this, this are ever happened ch- to me. Yes, yes, it has. Give Why- me a goddamn grill. Why are these chickens so greasy? Everything's greasy. <laughs> it's so... Oh matt this oh, I info- redlined so much there. I apologize. I I'm looking at my audio as we're going through this, and I'm just getting louder and louder as it gets <laughs> more and more it's ridiculous. It's because we're both yelling so, about how stupid Hulk Hogan is. Now, I don't know if you have anything else to say about this infomercial. Um, it's it it is it's art. It, it, It's our, I love it. I have watched it multiple times. I will say this it might, it's my favorite, uh, non WW or AEW wrestling show from the last 20 years. (laughs) I'm gonna agree. Sorry, Impact and Ring of Honor. Every, every live show I've been to. I watched some great shimmer DVDs, but did you guys have Hulk Hogan eating pizza too quickly and saying, brother, that's hot? He did. It's so stupid. It's it's the mind reels. It makes you wonder how could this possibly have failed, except for every possible way it could have failed and did fail. It's the it's big, it's stupid, it doesn't replace anything. Also, it came out 12 years after the George Foreman Grill. So, like, it would have made sense for them to try to capitalize this when the Foreman Grill was, like, at its height. Instead, it waited Mm -hmm. until it was, like, not nearly as popular anymore. Uh, And ultimately, it wasn't on sale very long. Uh, You can't buy it now unless you buy it used. And guess what, Matt? I bought it used. Chris, as a uh, a man who owns Hulk Hogan's uh, grill—not the bar, but the grill—Hulk Hogan's uh, ultimate grill. It. This is the it's ultimate. ultimate grill. It's ultimate. It's not some not some lazy, lame, regular no, grill. No, this thing's ultimate. That's for losers. It's that loser grill. Yeah. Sorry, George Foreman, with your millions of dollars. We're talking how dare about you try? Hogan. How how dare you try to reduce fat and be lean and mean? And fight. Yeah. <laughs> tell us about the grill chris and your experiences uh, so i bought the grill on ebay used mm. for 75 dollars you paid 40 too much i didn't matt because guess what we'll get into some of the details here in a second <laughs> hulk hogan's ultimate grill rules <laughs> i love chris, it can we jump right to where you're probably going to try to leave us at the end How was the frozen steak? Okay, so here's what I did. (laughs) Matt, I wanted to be as authentic as I could in my experiments with this grill. So I went to the grocery store and I bought a filet mignon and a ribeye. (laughs) Jesus. And then I got home and I immediately put them in the freezer. (laughs) Oh, God. It was such an insane waste of money. I I left them in the freezer for a week, Matt. I left them in the freezer for a week and then I took them out and I cut. The top and bottom off of two potatoes, and I plopped it all down on the grill. And let me tell you, Matt, not great, not great at all. <laughs> you spent like probably like fifteen dollars on a flame yawn, and uh-huh. you ruined it. Yeah, and you know what? Not very good. It turns out you should both season and thaw out steaks, and also maybe cook them properly. And all, and I will say this: it's hard it's hard to get the temperature right because you like it's pressed in between these two super giant plates. We're like, yes, you, there are temperature controls on the plates, but like it's cooking differently in the grill than it would in a cast iron pan where it's like on mm-hmm. the stove and it has direct heat, but it's not being forced down onto the direct heat or like when you when you're done with it, when you're done cooking it in the pan, the cast iron pan, you throw that pan in the oven to finish it. Like those are all things where like that, which is great. But with the thing about the whole cooking grill is it's the top the heavy top plate and is is like clicked in and pushing the steaks down so it's cooking it with this pressure that you don't get in a pan so it's nearly impossible to figure out how to do a medium rare steak which is what i like to eat uh so matt the steaks not very good uh the potatoes tasted like unseasoned potato oh oh just starchy goodness just starchy goodness and weirdly cooked steak that also like listen you can tell when you've cooked the steak. I'll just say this. You could tell when the steak you've cooked was frozen before you threw it on the grill. Oh, yeah. Uh, don't cook your steaks from frozen. Like Also, I don't know why they had to do it that way. Because like, I also just threw a regular not frozen steak on the grill. Turned out fine. I, I put through a little salt and pepper on it. It was good. But not as good, not as good as the cast iron. Let's be honest, it's not as good as the cast iron. No. But like, it's good. It's not, it's scoop, not as good as it would butter be. On yes. there, cooking. Ooh. Also, like as mentioned earlier, I like to throw a little sprig of thyme in there with it because I like that to cook with it. Gets, it's not a huge flavor change, but like it's a little, little. Um, uh, what else did you do? Because I just wanted to jump to the steak because I was because you actually never told me about it. Okay, Matt. I made a lot. Um, I made waffles in it. I used the waffle iron as it was intended. I bought, and I'll tell you what, I went out of my way. I bought the exact waffle mix that they use at the Disney theme parks, golden malted. I was like, listen, if I'm going to make a waffle, I'm going to make my favorite waffle. And you know what? The waffle iron works really well. The waffle iron plates work really well. Uh, The hint, if you are an idiot like me and you go on eBay and pay a bunch of money for this thing, grease the plates super well because things do stick a lot. It up, guys. and these pam are not these are non-stick plates they don't work <laughs> everything sticks to it so be very very careful but if you grease it up right if you like i i i like uh pam i like just pam. the spray just the spray yeah just spray it on there uh so that worked really well Um, I made frozen pizzas on it. How'd that Uh, go? So I I usually, I I made a Tombstone frozen pizza and a California Pizza Kitchen frozen pizza. Oh. If you remember, Matt, in the infomercial, the pizzas they're using are thick. They're like DiGiorno, it looks like. They're like DiGiorno, and they're coming out perfectly cooked. I used California Pizza Kitchen and Tombstone, which are thinner pizzas. Yes. And And like in the infomercial, I used the skillet plate the grid, the, the, uh, like the flat plate on top yeah, to yeah. give it some extra room. It still burnt. Like the pl- top plate still burned the top of the frozen pizza. Like well, it's, it's st- got to fr- turn it down. Well, no, no, no. Like in theory, there should be enough room to where the, the p- the top of the pizza doesn't touch the top plate. Oh, That's why yeah, you're swapping yeah, the yeah. plates out. However, it does on the thin pizza. So I don't know how they did the DiGiorno style pizza, but it cooked it in less time than it would in an oven. And it was good. Okay. So like, right. what was it a huge time savings compared to the oven? Absolutely not. It was a couple of minutes, but it was good. It it did the job. I would, I would use it for that again. Uh, I made burgers my way on the oven. I did make one Hulk sized burger the way he did it, which is just a r- hunk of raw meat. It was disgusting. Uh, I did not enjoy it. Uh, I, unlike Hogan, I did put some stuff on the button. I didn't just eat it like plain because plain oh. burgers are gross. Uh, the, the burgers did well, like the, the, honestly, the, the, the George Foreman machine cooks burgers better because you're not smashing the burger. Like you're getting a good cook on it. Uh, so there's that, uh, the grilled veggies were fine. I, I grilled, uh, asparagus and I grilled, I think I grilled broccoli just to see what would happen. And then some Brussels sprouts and, um, it did. It did the job. Well, uh, am I still cooking veggies like that? No, I saute my Brussels sprouts in olive oil on the stove because I'm a human being. Um, but because you want flavor to your food. the Here's the thing. That this, yes, all, you're about you to hit the point I was going to make. Exactly. Yes, you can't flavor your food. You can't saute. You can't really you can put salt or whatever on it, but the moisture is just going to wick right off. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can't have flavor to the things you're making in this grill here's what my suggestion would be if you're going to do it like this first toss your vegetables in a little bit of olive oil with the sea with your seasoning of choice just a Mm -hmm. little bit just to get some just to get some stuff stuck on there and uh i i think it would i think it would vastly improve it but the but evidently the way hulk hogan cooks things is no seasoning on anything ever Um, and you wonder why pasta mania failed that white clam sauce baby it's a white super bland (laughs) Uh, (laughs) what else I make I made a panini I made a turkey and cheese panini hey you squished that sandwich (laughs) oh oh, I squished that sandwich (laughs) Uh, and guess what like it was fine like there was nothing remarkable about about it at all Uh, Uh same goes with the grilled cheese in fact I would go one further it's a bad grilled cheese sandwich because the reason so when you make the panini you usually have a more rustic bread a harder bread so it's not smashing it It's not, it's like, it's pressing it and you get the grill marks in it. Grilled cheese, you usually use just like a white bread or a brioche or just like a regular soft bread. Mm -hmm. It smashes the bread. It utterly destroys the bread. So much so that when I then lifted it back up, it had smashed the sandwich in half. And now cheese was all over the bottom of the (laughs) grill. So, so don't use it for a grilled cheese sandwich. And lastly, Matt, I made the chicken quesadilla. Because I made the chicken breast. I made the chicken breast. Yep. Worked fine. Like I, what I, and ooh, and I'll tell you what I did for the chicken breast. I bought just a bag of the frozen chicken breasts from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And I threw a few of those frozen onto the grill because I've, I've made those frozen in the George Foreman grill before just see what happens. And it's fine. It tastes like very bland, unseasoned chicken. Yeah. Uh, so then I cut up a couple of them and made sort of a chicken and cheese mix. I put it between two tortillas and i and i pressed it for the quesadilla and it burned the tortilla that's it it just burned the tortilla uh and yes maybe you're saying well chris you had it too hot i didn't like i had it on pretty low heat and i cooked it until the cheese was melted but the tortilla burned because like again it's that mechanical heavy pressure that's it's it's pushing these things further like hard into the heat Mm. the the uh heat uh conductors not conductors the heat plates sure it it pushes it's pushing like the tortillas and the bread into these hot plates that that's not how you cook these things it's it's a very weird machine like and but and uh, but again i'll say it does some things really well it is it is great with waffles uh it does the trick with frozen pizzas like it's also nice to not have to pre like when you make a frozen pizza in the oven you have to preheat the oven yeah don't have to preheat this it just goes uh which is which is a nice touch and it and it cooks it very well mm-hmm. and if you keep an eye you have to obviously like like with everything you have to keep an eye on it to make sure it doesn't go too overboard but like it, that's you just have to keep an eye on it uh it, it made chicken decently frozen frozen steaks no don't don't do it regular steaks sure if you wanna if you want to like grill up a quick steak and you don't have a barbecue or a space for a barbecue. This will do the trick. Um, What else? The veggies, the veggies, the veggies are fine. You just have to season them. You have to, you have to get some seasoning on there. Otherwise you just have like kind of bland grilled vegetables. Uh, I do not recommend I do not recommend it for a grilled cheese ever um, because that's just mean. Uh, Paninis are fine. All, All in all, was it worth $75 Matt? No, it was not. However, I am excited to keep using it. And I, and 100% now that we're getting hopefully towards the end of the pandemic, anytime someone comes over to this, I'd be like, Oh, let me show you what I have. Let me make you something on uh whole Kogan's ultimate grill brother. Uh, I did not make the delicious dessert, gigantic cookie pancake thing. Um, yeah, it's, it's a weird, it's, it's so weird. It's such a weird thing. Now what I'll also say is, What didn't come with my purchase was the Hulk Hogan's Ultimate Grill cookbook, which is a thing that exists. And I tried to buy on (laughs) eBay, but it was like $200. It just says it's just pictures of Hulk holding raw meat. And it says (laughs) meat on grill, brother. And that's it. Hey, Matt, update. Uh, The Hulk Hogan Ultimate Grill was recalled in 2008, two years after it came out. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. This is great. So remember how I said, make sure you grease the plates. Yeah. Uh, According to the Consumer Product Safety Commission, uh, QVC and TriStar recalled the grill because of this hazard. Cooking oils and sprays applied to the grill's cooking plates before preheating can cause the oil to ignite and or flare up. Cooking sprays can ignite and or flare up if used on the grill at any time so so don't so let it stick so don't do that thing i did so yeah okay 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 so maybe it's not the best waffle iron around uh chris we're not done with Hulk Hogan in the future. We can talk about his blender the Hulk Hogan, uh, Thunder mixer. Uh, Matt, I will tell you this. I also attempted to buy that from eBay for another segment on the show. And the buyer ghosted me after I paid them. and I had to get my money back. Oh, uh, he also so, but I'm en- going to buy the Hulk Hogan Thunder mixer. He also has an energy drink called Hogan energy. Um, we should get a can of that and a can of the rocks ZOA energy and do a taste test. Oof! All right. And then bounce off the walls for a couple hours. Uh let's go to one question that we have. Ooh, mailbag time? Mailbag time. It's Mail. the mailbag I used to sing. Mailbag. Uh, this goes from D9000. And hey. He says I've been enjoying Max Caster's battle raps on AEW. If you were to use music to insult a fellow rest- a wrestler, what mm-hmm. type of music? would you use, Chris? Oh, Ska, because it's insulting. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> no! Is that, is that what you were going to say? Ska's back, baby! Come on! <laughs> you and GameSpot's Mike Rougeau are the two people trying to make Ska happen. I'm not anti-Ska. I'm absolutely not anti-Ska. There's no. a big anti-Ska thing happening right now. It's is all there same. really? Yes. I, I, I am not anti-Ska. I would not use Ska. Like, I, I think Ska music's fun. Um, no, honestly, the most insulting music I could think of to use against someone would be uh, that, that new, that wave of new swing that happened in the early aughts with with the band like with the, the che- worst. like the yep. like don't like, say their name and they're no, disgusting no i would 100 percent like this is how i feel about you and i would play a cherry pop and daddy's album oh, that and then be like i so hate bad. you or big bad voodoo daddy is that another one yes why are they all daddies i don't know that's a thing now too is being a daddy apparently uh, <laughs> yeah that that's a that's good you know what oh man or I'm spoken to, word poetry uh, oh, oh no dude, i go zydeco screw it what's zydeco <laughs> oh it's like new orleans like zydeco music it's just like uh, if you heard it there, like jazz on, on. no zydeco oh i'm so sorry hold on i'm just gonna play some for you we'll cut this out okay i'm gonna look up some buckwheat zydeco uh, uh chris said it sounds joyous i said i'll make it i'll make it insulting this place on buckweed zydeco if you i just want to put this out there as a public service announcement if you like me have paid an inordinate amount of money for the whole Cogan grill used on ebay uh the consumer product commission or recall commission what is it called i'm sorry the consumer product safety commission recommends that uh, consumers should immediately stop using cooking oils on the grill prior to preheating cooking spray should not be used on the grill at any time consumers will receive a revised instruction manual with a cooking spray and or oil use warning qvc has sent warning notices to customers to whom it sold the product directly tristar will do the same um i bought this used so i did not get such a warning but like and honestly i'm upset that the owner didn't tell me about this beforehand it's very bad <sighs> it's offensive now you live in that world with me where i own a uh indoor smoker oh sorry indoor smoker quote-unquote um, that was recalled but i don't want to get rid of it because nothing like it exists what was it recalled for uh shocking people oh boy Th- that's where i'm kind of like uh i don't I'm know kind what of, to do <laughs> i'm legitimately freaked out now because i applied cooking spray to this a lot and left it unattended while i worked in the other room Ooh. good thing i didn't burn anyone's house down yeah but i'm wondering like when they say that like how how much are people using uh, I, well Matt as of 2008 QVC and TriStar have received five reports of the grill lighting off igniting or flaring up including two reports of minor burns I'm pretty sure that those people I mean I, there's no way to prove this uh, I, I'm I, assuming those people are just caking yeah, on just the spray. Yeah just caking on the pan yeah. you just, with Pam, guys just whoosh, 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 that's it just quick spray that's it a little goes a long way with that stuff I can't believe it got recalled oh man <laughs> paid 75 dollars for it that's weeks uh, that's this week's episode of wrestle buddies thank you for coming on a a culinary journey with us Mm -hmm. it's delicious Uh, make sure to rate and review us on itunes please uh chris do you have any final words yes the wrestle buddies officially endorse frozen steaks we'll see you next week thanks for listening to wrestle buddies we hope you had at least almost as much fun as we did go ahead and rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. You can email us questions at WrestleBuddies at GameSpot.com or find us over on Twitter at WrestleBuddies. I am at Chris Hayner. He is at I'm Matt Elfring. See you next week.